Rabotai, many people uh, ask about the three weeks, the restriction of listening to music. So I want to speak a little bit about listening to music, but I, I more than that, I want to give a little bit of a perspective on what we should be focusing on during these three weeks. It's not written anywhere in the Shulchan Aruch that you're not allowed to listen to music during these three weeks. However, it is written in the Shulchan Aruch, in the laws of Churban Beit HaMikdash, that after the laws of Tisha B'Av, that during the whole year, it was, it, it, after once the Churban Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, we don't listen to music. However, that became very difficult for Am Yisrael, and we relied on different opinions, uh, different justifications, I would call it, that since our generation needs it, to listen to music during the year. However, during the three weeks, uh, they, already from the time of the Knesset Agdola and even before that, the custom was to refrain from listening to music in order to remember this time of the Khurban Bet Migdash. Now, let's try to understand what is the, what, what, the prohibition of listening to music is really brought in the Magen Avram that Anything that is going to bring to singing and dancing should not be uh, should not be done during the three weeks. That's what the Mishnah Bura brings in Simantav Kufnun Aleph in regards to uh, when he talks about getting engaged during the three weeks. He says, but one shouldn't have Rikudimu Macholot, singing and dancing. And from there we extended it so to music. Now we could understand from over here that's only music that brings to singing and dancing. But if somebody's going to listen to slow, inspiring music, that is not part of the, of the equation. Not only that, uh, it's written in the Mishnah in Masechet Shabbat that they used to hire specific people to play flute by, by funerals. So they used to have even live music during funerals. So it's not the live music that's the problem, it's the type of live music. It's going to be a type of live music that is sad. That is what is prohibited. And therefore, I'm sorry. That's that. That is what that is. That is not prohibited. Why? Therefore, music that is happy and it brings a person to joy is a problem. So people say, "Well, what about a cappella?" Well, it depends on what type of a cappella. If you have a cappella that's digitally modified, which a lot of that cappella is nowadays, that's like music notes. So why would that be? Uh, pro, uh, that why would that be permitted? That's just defeating the purpose. If it's a cappella, even if it doesn't have music notes, many poskim understand that also brings joy. So what should a person do during these three weeks? He should try to refrain as much as possible. Now it is true that some say that this year people are in depression more and they need music. And if a person feels that way, he's in isolation, he's depression, needs the music, and for him it's allowed. But as a general blanket rule, our focus during these three weeks is at least during these three weeks to refrain from music that brings us joy will help us remember and get proper training camp for, uh, for, for Tisha B'Av. What is another thing that brings us closer? I'm going to finish with this in a minute. What? Even if it's not live? Even if it's not live, if it brings tremendous joy, you should listen to, if you need to listen to something, listen to inspiring slow team and music that bring to inspiration. And this is going to bring in this proper mindset for Tisha B'Av. Let me tell you another thing that in the, it's written in the Arizal that one should do during these three weeks. It's called Tikkun Chatzot. Tikkun Chatzot is something 
that besides uh, besides usher, not everybody does every single day. You wake up at uh, late in the in middle of the night and you pray for the Khurban Bet Amigdash. However, it's something that's very, very special to do. And we don't get the opportunity to do it, myself included. It's, it's unfortunate that we don't. However, that Rizal says during the three weeks, in the afternoon at Chatzot time, what is it around? One o'clock, one should do Tikkun Chatzot, Tikkun Rachel only. The Kafachayim Simantav Kufnunalev Sifkat Anresh Chav Bet writes that one should do it at least during, at least in the afternoon. Now it's not hard to do, it's just a few prakim of Tehilim. You open up the beginning of your Sidur, it's Al Niharut. If you're able to do it on the floor, fine. If not, you do it by your seat. The main thing is to read it, and that'll bring you really into the mode. And even if you can't do it every day during these three weeks, you do it once in a while, it'll make a big difference to your focus for, um, for Tisha, Tisha Be'av. And I, I think that's very important to do. In Morocco, they used to do Tikkun Le'ah and Tikkun Rachel. Tikkun Le'ah would be done even on Shabbat. The Eduta Mizrach don't do Tikkun Le'ah on Shabbat. The Moroccans do Tikkun Le'ah even on Shabbat. That was the... The bakashot that is known dodi aladi gano that's part of tikkun lea at the end it's 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 just a beautiful inspiration how it was done but at least if a person is not a, if a person during the during the afternoon finds five minutes to do tikkun rachel it'll make a big difference to esti shabiav chazaku baruch.